Hi, welcome to Living Authentically After 55. I'm Karen Kroll, and I'm your host. Last week, we talked about dreaming big, no matter how young or old you are. Hopefully, you're well on your way to putting together a fantastic life board. There's so many things in life that we want to do, but they get put off, and unfortunately, many never do get done. One of those things is telling stories about your life to your family. Growing up, I remember taking family drives and friends and relatives getting together sharing all kinds of stories. We'd have huge family reunions. However, things are very different now. We've become a very transient society, so it's common for a grandparent to live far away from their children and grandchildren. If grandparents are blessed to live close, instead of children going to visit them, the norm seems to be for grandparents to go and watch the grandchildren playing baseball and other sports or other school activities. And most daily family time is spent driving children to and from different activities or trying to get them to do all their homework. There's not much time for actual conversation to take place. The result is that children don't get to hear about their parents and grandparents. So this week, our motivation for momentum is about making sure you will be known by your family and at the same time, accomplish one of those things that's usually left undone. You'll be leaving something behind that your children, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren will be able to pass down and know all about you. When my father was dying from bone cancer, I went to a store and purchased two special memory books, one for my father and one for my mother to fill out. I wanted to have something to give my children when they got older so they'd know some great stories of their grandparents. Their handwriting was no longer very easy to read, so I filled them out for them and I asked the questions from the book in an interview style. As they each gave their answers and told incredible stories, I realized how much I didn't know about my own parents. For instance, I knew both my parents' families were from Switzerland. Their school was a one-room schoolhouse in a community that was settled by the Swiss in Wisconsin. What I didn't know was the teacher didn't know the Swiss language, so my father, whom I never knew spoke fluent Swiss, helped translate so the children could learn. I would have loved to learn to speak Swiss had I known of my father's fluency. He occasionally spoke a few words around us growing up, but I had no idea the extent of his abilities. But I wish I had. My mother was extremely intelligent and had wanted to be an engineer. Unfortunately, it wasn't common for women to go to college back then, and if they did, it definitely was not in engineering. She spent most of her working years as an administrative secretary for the state of Wisconsin, but built and designed things when she could on the farm. There were many other stories that both my mom and dad shared that I wish I'd known much earlier in my life. I know there's experiences in my own life that I've not shared with my daughters, but I'd like them to know. So, as part of my bucket list, this year I'm starting to write them down and will continue for years to come. I can't think of a better gift to give my daughters, grandchildren, and great-grandchildren than to let them know who their mother and grandmother really was and their heritage. One thing I realized when I listened to my parents' stories was that I knew them as a mom and dad or an authority figure, but I didn't know them as individual people with their own struggles and successes and dreams. As their lives unfolded in this new way, 
I had a new sense of understanding and appreciation for why they made certain choices and raised us as he did. So here are this week's action steps. I recommend buying a beautiful book to write your memories and stories in so that it will be a very special gift to pass down. But you can also use a notebook or type it on a computer. The important thing is to just start writing. You'll find that as you start writing stories, more and more will come to you. And trust me, you'll have as much fun remembering and reliving those memories as your kids will enjoy reading about them. Another thing that I would recommend is to start journaling on a daily basis or at least weekly. This will not only make it easier to add to your book about you, but it will also help you stay on track to meet your dreams and goals on your bucket list and life board. You'll want to start out with your basics, full birth name, where and when you were born, etc. But then add in special tidbits like if there was a special reason or person you were named after. To give you some ideas on what to write, here are some topics to think about. Who was your country's leader when you were born? Hobbies you had. Subjects and teachers you liked or disliked. What dating was like. How you felt when you first held your child or grandchild as a baby. Your first job. Your first car. Your favorite vacation. Biggest success. Biggest disappointment. What was your childhood home like? You get the idea. To help you further, I've posted a file in our Facebook group that has a number of pages of writing prompts specifically for your book. The link to our group is in the podcast description. Once you get to the group page, click on the File tab. Please enjoy and make use of the resources. My desire is to help others enjoy life and spread positivity. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd appreciate if you would take a few moments to write a review and also share the podcast links with your friends and family. Along with today's resource, you can find a complete list of the links for iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and My Podcast World under the File tab on our Facebook group page. Have a wonderful week. 